Tikitane is one of this country's most well-known and talented musicians and producers. Rising to prominence as a live engineer and frontman of Salmonella Dub, he embarked on an incredibly successful solo career in 2007, including having his single Always On My Mind, beautiful song, stay on the top 40 charts for an incredible 55 weeks. Now as part of Waiata Anthems Week, in which our best musos re-record previous songs in Te Reo Māori, he's remade the classic Moana and the Tribe song, A'i E O U. It is a great pleasure to welcome Tiki Tane on for six in a song. Kia ora. Hey, Tiki. Kia ora, Simon James. How are you? Great, mate. Hey, Tiki, there's an interesting story, isn't there, as to how you wrote that song, Always On My Mind? (laughs) Yeah, it's a bit of an interesting one. It was was about um, my partner at the time. She was an incredible, you know, supportive partner who kind of let me go off around the planet making music and... So I was inspired by her, but it was pretty much a demo version. I just did this demo version um, on a beaten up old guitar without a tune. And, you know, I had to take the microphone to a lampshade and another one to a broomstick. And I played it over and over again. And then went into a studio to do it really nicely with proper microphones. <laughs> and it ended up being, geez, I've got this kind of dilemma. I've got this really raw, beautiful um, vulnerable version and I've got this really clean, pristine, perfect version and I didn't know which one to release so a friend of mine said you've got to release a raw version so I decided to do that and next thing you know it went to number one and it did really well so um, it's a, a lesson and um, a big lesson there for me about when you produce music and write music sometimes it's the, the raw demo version that's the, that's the, has the magic yeah. That's the one yeah, that is the yeah. one. I mean, when you say it did pretty well, 55 weeks in the charts, it's stunning. Um, Tiki, your mum is a massive supporter of you. I think I've spoken with your mum. She's a Christchurch <laughs> woman. Yeah, I have spoken to her, haven't I? She's, yeah, absolutely she, so, you have. Yeah, Lynn Jarman is her name. That's her. She is delightful. Lovely, lovely woman. Have Have your parents always been supportive of your career? Because, like, a, you know, as a, as a mum or a dad, your kid says, I want to be a musician, you know there's no money in it, there's no future in it, or at least well, that's what we all think. You, you've, you know, there are a few of you that make it. But did she always yeah. support you? Mum was amazing, both mum and dad. Mum was incredible. She was always coming to the early gigs. Um, I've got a funny story for you. My first gig, I was 15 years old, and I played at, university ballroom back in the day and it was a, a legalized cannabis party <laughs> <laughs> and my band was called cultivation so, uh, <laughs> my mum my came along and, and you know she doesn't smoke cannabis at all but she was in there uh, in the middle of the room with a video camera filming my very first gig <laughs> while there was big clouds of marijuana everywhere and cannabis everywhere so so that's how supportive she is she'll even go to that <laughs> that is oh, what a mum but she didn't inhale mum, eh? <laughs> yeah she didn't inhale hey um when did you first find your find your passion for music where did it come from uh, i reckon you know like we've always grown up with a guitar an acoustic guitar in the house you know and my dad always used to play and would have these sort of whanau sing-alongs, would sit around and sing along as, as far back as I can remember. And then my two older sisters started playing the acoustic guitar, and I always wanted to do what they were doing. So it didn't take me long to jump on the old guitar. And then I think I was probably around 13 years old, I got obsessed about the electric guitar. You know, I started plugging the guitar into the stereo and turn it up really loud so it's distorted, you know, being a real pain in the butt. 
And then I started my band at 14, and I was on stage playing in pubs like Warner's, Star and Garda, uh, at 15 man. years old, So and the Ducks Deluxe. So I've been doing it for a while now, and I, I just love it. It's a, it's a great, it's a great um, career, hobby, obsession, just to play, write music, play music, produce music, tour it around the world. Heaps of heaps of fun. I love it. Oh, man, they're cool. I've often thought, you know, it must be just the most incredibly satisfying job to actually you know at home construct something in your head then get on a piano or a guitar then put a few yeah. lyrics to it and then go you know what i've got a song here then record it then release it then it turn into a hit then you hear it on the radio that's some kind of process where does where do you derive the most satisfaction um that that is just what you described there is probably one of the most um amazing experiences you know I mean, you've got this idea in your head and you've just got to somehow get it out of your head into some sort of format and then record it and then release it so when you do that and it and you do it to the best of your ability and then the outcome of that is is yours you, you know you're very happy with it it feels great it's good for the soul and then it changes people's lives you know mm. so people can really get into the song and it might help them through tough times or it might get them energetic to go out and you know, party and all that kind of stuff. So that is a beautiful experience. There's also that experience of playing it on stage in front of, you know, whether it be 10 people or 10,000 people, it's still an incredible buzz to connect via that live connection. So there's so many amazing parts of, of, of music. Mm. Um, I think I'll just be doing it forever, to be honest. Yeah, you're a lucky cool. thing. Yeah. You're a lucky thing. <laughs> hey, who did you want to be when you were, you know, starting off as a, an artist, as a musician? Um, I'd, I'd have to say Jimi Hendrix. Oh, yeah. <laughs> really? Yeah, I love Jimi Hendrix. I just loved his, his style, his charisma, and the way that he was so far ahead of any other guitarist yeah. on the planet. Um, so, yeah, I'd definitely say Jimi Hendrix was a huge inspiration. And then, and then, of course, Bob Marley for his messages. He was a huge inspiration as well, you know. You know, a lot of artists these days, the, the, some of the biggest names in the business, like Taylor Swift, Ed Sheeran, they're doing collaborations. Is there anybody, just if you could wave a magic wand and say, <laughs> I would want to record a song with this person. They have to be alive, though. Who would you choose to collab with? Oh, my gosh, that's a tricky one. Um, Stevie Wonder. Stevie oh, yeah. Wonder, what a yeah, good Gee, you, you two would be great. Yeah, I was going to say Prince, but of course he passed yeah, away. I'd say yeah. Stevie Wonder. I mean, he's really probably one of the greats that left, you know. So him and Elton John, Elton John's a great as well, but Stevie Wonder, nice. Out just being in the room with him, just jamming would just be one of those incredible moments, you know. Yeah. Now I hope I don't offend you here, Tiggy, but you <laughs> you st- you started off playing with heavy metal bands or just metal. Yeah. Now, I yeah. think I'm a reasonably well-lived person, I, and I kind of understand a lot of music. I like a lot of different kinds of music. I can do blues, I can do jazz, I can do opera, yeah. I can do anything, but I cannot do metal. I just I can't <laughs> for the life of me hear anything that sounds remotely musical in that noise. <laughs> what, what is it that you love about metal, and is it musical? Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. 100% it's musical. Um, yeah, I guess the thing that I like about it was the fact that people didn't like it. You know, being, right. being, I was really into music that people didn't like. That was kind of one of the things that I was into. I was, I was quite punk like that. Um, but metal, I love just the, the energy of it. 
um, the aggression of it, um, the loudness of it is another thing. Plus, mm. it's so much fun to play. Is it? Heaps of fun to play, yeah. And it is musical. I mean, you've got to look at, I mean, Metallica. You must like Metallica, right? No, I love their documentary. <laughs> I love their documentary. I thought they were all a little bit sort of <laughs> sad, but but I, d- I just don't like the music. That's ACDC. Was that, is that metal? Is that though? metal? Nah. Uh, ACDC is more you kind of like, yep. Your, your rock, your punk yeah, rock. Right. Yeah, see that. What, what about Guns N' Roses? You must like Guns N' Roses. Couple of their songs, Sweet Child of Mine. Yeah. You know, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. That's and are they? Would they be called metal? Would they? They're just hard, heavy, yeah. rock. I think. Yeah. yeah. So that's okay. I mean, like. You know, each set her own. I, yeah. I guess one day, how about I come down there one day and we'll just have a, a metal night and go through all the different styles of metal until we find at least one song you like, one band. That'd be good. That'd be that'd be great, mate. We are loving chatting with you, Tiki. You're a super guy. There's a text in here saying, "I love Tiki, Simon. You're an old fart." Um, <laughs> Simon, how can anyone not like Metallica? Nothing else matters, says Ian. Simon, if you listen to metal properly, it's a very close connection to classical music, very skilled technically. Metallica's Faith No More, Tool, Find and Enjoy, says Steve. We are joined for Six in a Song with Tiki Tane. Thank you again, Tiki, very much for chatting with us. Kia ora. No we, we've got ora. S- uh, quick fire questions now. Um, what right. advice would you give to your 15-year-old self? Uh, get to know a great lawyer and accountant. <laughs> <laughs> you've, you've had the odd scrape, haven't you, Tiki? <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah, it's part of being a musician. You don't pay taxes and you get in trouble with the law. So. <laughs> mate, mate, what's the perfect day for you? Um, I'd say my wife, my kids, my dogs, my friends. We all go to the beach, listen to some music, maybe some camping, and just have a good laugh and... Um, just turn off the devices. That would be great. Nice. Yeah. I've seen you on social media with your wife and your kids. It's yeah. beautiful. Yeah. yeah. So for apart from them, for what in your life do you feel most grateful? Um, sheesh. What do I... I, I think, yeah, well, you know, amazing, having amazing whānau, supportive whānau and friends, I'm super grateful for that. Mm. Um, but also just being able to do what I love and... And, and, and being able to tour the world and connect and meet new people via music. Um, so I'm super grateful for that. Nice. You're a very interesting person. You know, I, so I'm actually intrigued by your answer to this question. What is your all-time favourite movie? <laughs> um, I think, you know what? Metallica. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> I bet you're a rom-com guy on the choir, yeah. aren't you? Love actually. I'd used to say Terminator. I loved Terminator when it first came out. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, a lot of the stuff has actually come true. <laughs> that, know, yeah. Odd years later. So That's I'd an outstanding choice. Yeah, good choice. If you could wake up tomorrow having gained any one quality or ability, what would that be? Ooh, I'd say, I'd say fly. I want to be able to fly. I love jumping out of planes. I love bungee jumping. So if I could fly, I think that nice. would be incredible. Nice. And finally, given the choice of anyone that's alive today, who would you choose? If you could have one dinner guest, go out for dinner and just chew the fat with this person for three hours, who would it be? I, I think it's pretty obvious from my interview before. I'd say Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Me and Jimi Hendrix sit down and just jam. That would be the, that would be the one. It would be amazing. Uh, nice. Uh, we've loved chatting with yeah. you. Hey, just very quickly, before we choose your song, tell us about your re-recording of R-E-E-O-U uh, and your association yeah. with um, the Waiata Anthems. 
Yeah, so um, the challenge was given to me by uh, Moana Maniapoto, who wrote the song originally, and Hini Wehi Muhi. Yeah. They said, Tiki, can you do a remix of Ah E I O U? And I, I, I was like, I, I know, you know, the tune came out in 1991, so it was, um, I was 15 when it came out. And so for me to try to make a remake of this, I really had to kind of go, hey, can I give it a go first? And if I come up with something good, I'll let you know. So I sat with it for about a week or two and then finally came up with this kind of rough bed of an idea and then pulled in some amazing vocalists. I pulled in Rio Hall, Georgia Lines, and then uh, Mazbo Q and Shay Mills who do the raps. And then... Um, yeah, and that's how it came about. So it's got a catchy chorus. I wanted to keep that, but I wanted to slow it down, add another different drum pattern, add some more bass and make it a little bit more snappier, a bit more modern. And it's just come out. It came out last week, um, and it's doing really well. Yeah. Getting some, getting some good plays, but it's also part of the um, lighter anthems, which is also coming out as well. I think it might be out now, to be honest. Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, and no. it's getting a lot. No, it's getting a lot of attention too, yeah. and deservedly so. Hey, just before we play that song for you, Tiki, there is a text. Says um, I'm loving this interview with Tiki Tane, and I also love, love, love Salmonella Dub. Can you please ask Tiki what happened to the convertible in that video? <laughs> that convertible. Yeah. So we uh, we had this idea of shooting a music video. We would go up Mount Cheeseman, and it was snowing, and we had a Saab convertible, and we were driving up the. The, the bloody ski slope with the roof down so we could film it and, and man we're freezing absolutely freezing on the way up so the, in the video I look really really cold and really sick <laughs> I think we all got the flu after that as well I actually don't know what happened to that car it was um, I think it might have been one of the bandmates um, brothers or sisters car but um, yeah that was about 2001 I think when we shot that video right very cool mate all the very best to you thank you for all your time and yeah. give our very best to your mum as well will you will do thanks a lot guys thanks thanks Tiki this is Tiki Tani at Newstalk Zidman